Welcome to Small Talk About Big Topics. I'm Julianne Kennedy, and this is where you can grab a cup of coffee, listen in, and totally relate to the many stories of my life that I have to tell. And trust me, it's been pretty crazy. One of my big questions has always been, is it too late to start over no matter how old we are? Too late to rebuild or reinvent what we once had or what we want to begin? Are you unmotivated or discouraged the way I've been? By something or someone in your life that has discouraged you or held you back? Are you surrounded by people who believe in you? I want to share my journey and help you to begin your journey of reinventing yourselves and reinventing myself. We need to clear the way, create a healthy and positive environment in order to do this. So listen in. And it all starts right now. Hi, it's me again. How are y'all doing? Do you have your cup of coffee? I do. But I'm not going to slurp. I think that's kind of rude. Although, you know, when you slurp coffee in some countries, it's a sign of enjoyment, right? Anyhow, well, hi. Well, today, tonight, we're going to talk about our journey, our passion, what it is that we actually want to do. But how do you figure that out? How do I tap in to my hidden passion? I have no idea. I have no idea what it is. Are you the same way? I don't know what I want to do. I don't have a passion. That, you know, that's not true. It's buried inside of you. Buried inside of you. For just from life getting in the way, getting busy, as you grow up, you forget what you used to pretend pretend to do as a little girl or a little boy. I mean, what was your pretending playtime? What did you always pretend to do? Or what did you always dream about becoming or doing? We all had that. But then as time passes, or maybe we were ridiculed, maybe some children were told that they're not worth it and stop wasting Were you ever told, stop wasting your time thinking about doing something like that? That's not realistic. You need to become a doctor. That's what you need to become. And then slowly over time, over years, our dream gets washed away or buried. That's sad. It really is. And it happens to a lot of us. You know, But it's been suppressed or buried in your subconscious for sure. Your heart's desire is way deep down that some of us have not been so lucky to tap into. But I'm here to say that it's never too late to tap into what you wanted to do, what your lifelong dream always was, but you were brainwashed into thinking, nah, that's unrealistic. That's not a real job or, you know, being hammered down and hammered down. You know, as little kids, all the way up to now, it doesn't matter how old we are, we need to be told that we are worth 
something. That we are good. That we are smart. We need that reinforcement. You remember that movie? Remember the movie, The Help? That's by, you know, Viola Davis would tell the little girl she took care of to always remember that because the little girl's mother was just so harsh on that little girl, just always punishing her. She was abusive to her. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. You is smart. You is kind. You is important. That's so good. You know, seriously, I always tried to make sure that I told my children that they were somebody, somebody special. And that whatever they wanted to do, never give up. And just go after your dreams. But there's some parents out there that just don't give them, or us, or anyone, the proper jump start. You know, being raised to have the confidence that we need in order to follow our dream, take that journey believe in ourselves, have the confidence. It's sad. So what we will have to do for those that were hammered down as a child, teen, maybe as a wife or a husband or girlfriend or boyfriend, or we're going to have to, we are definitely going to have to turn the tables. We are definitely going to change, or you, you need to change your mindset And it's never too late to do that. Never. And that is a primary reason that we need to put a stop to all the negative environment. You know, and so many, so many of you have been so conditioned thinking that that, that's, you're so used to hearing everybody say, you're no good, you can't do it, that's not realistic. Um, I'm here to tell you to, uh-uh, to, for you to uh, overcome that. It's never too late. I don't care if you're 80 years old. You know, if you want to build, you know, what do you do? Sew a comforter, anything. If you want to start taking photographs, become a photographer at 80 years old, do it. That is the reason we need people who are positive and believe in us. We need those people to surround us. And, you know, we need that also so we can figure out what it is that our passion was as a young child, person, teen. So let's get back on track. Let's get motivated. Let's follow through with a passion that has been lying dormant for so many years in the back of our minds for who knows how long. But, you know, then sometimes not everybody has been mistreated or pulled down, saying they're no, not good enough. A lot of times, just life gets in the way. Um, it can be school, college, starting a family, raising children. Things can be going wonderfully. But all that takes so much time that by the time the day is over, you're wiped out. You 
have to get ready for the next day, the next day of whatever it is you're doing. I'm kind of drawing a blank because I've I've distracted myself. Sorry about that. I've distracted myself because I remember that when I was little, that happened to me. My reason was because I had zero self-confidence. And you know, it wasn't from my parents. I felt I had anxiety. I had anxiety. And I would look at other children and think, I want to be like them. I don't feel normal. I'm so nervous. And I kept it a secret. I never told anybody. I didn't tell my mom or dad. And so I lived with that, thinking that I was not a normal child, that there was something wrong with me. And so I didn't feel confident. I just wished I was somebody else for a small portion of my life. And that held me back. That held me back. So that's why I kind of paused. I I had to bring that up right away. So there's just, I don't know what to tell you, except your passion is inside of you, whether it's laying dead or dormant, (laughs) or it's just waiting in the wings, and you keep thinking about it, and you just don't feel like you can approach it, or if it feels like too much. So what we can do is we can just think back when we were little kids. What did I always pretend to do when I was a child? Hmm. Okay. Think of that. When you were really little, when you had pretend time, you know, pretending to be a truck driver or paint. You know, mine was any time I could, I would find anything that could I, I could turn into a microphone. And I would be a singer. I would pretend to sing. I'd get up on a platform or on top of the fireplace and I would just sing. I would turn on my record player. Yes, record player. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm revealing my age again. And I would sing and I would want to be a famous singer. And that's what I always had in my heart. My mother and my father let me put on a show with my sisters. My sisters and I would sing together. I would say, okay, Lori, Kelly, okay, you sing this part, you sing this part, but I'm the lead singer, you know. (laughs) I had to be the center of attention. And we would go into our garage, clear it out, put on our music, and we would invite the my Parents helped us invite neighbors over, come over and see our kids, put on a little show in the garage, and they would bring their lawn chairs, and I, we had an audience at five, seven, and eight years old. We, it was heaven. It was so much fun. We would dance and sing. It was the most fun. And so I knew as a young child, I'm, I'm telling you this because I had to tap into that at one point. Although, you know, sometimes it's not easy for everybody. You have to really think. And if you can't think of anything back then, then 
think of what interests you. Think of what interests you now. But I'll bet most of you, if you think hard and think back in your childhood, if some of you were not treated fairly, you can still think back on what you wished you you could have accomplished or done, what your dream was when you were a little girl or a little boy. So I remember we would make up songs or my sisters and I would sing songs that we already knew and we'd put it together and turn it into harmony, harmonious songs, medleys. And so what I did the other day, we went to visit my mother and we decided to sing one of our songs that we used to play or sing and dance to as little girls. We sang it to my mother. And here it is. Okay, Cal Cal, we're going to try to sing the med. Remember the medley when we were kids? Well, yeah, but this is so impromptu. Oh, I we know. Don't, we don't get to practice. Let's try, Mom. You okay. want to hear, hear us sing, Mom? Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. Go ahead. Just for here you, it is. <laughs> here, let's count. We better count. Yeah, <laughs> okay, ready? I'll count. You count, okay? <laughs> Go. One, two, Three. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up above. Let me tell you about love. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up above. Let me tell you about love. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's not the whole thing. But we, we lined up like four songs and attached four songs together. That's my, some of my cherished memories as a child. And it didn't stop there. I mean, I just, then what happened is the same thing I was describing. As I got older, it just was buried, got buried more and more and more. I let go of it. I didn't feel confident. And then I started my life, college, job, marriage, two wonderful children. I would always sing them, you know, nursery rhymes. But I just didn't follow through with myself. I put myself on the back burner because I wanted to primarily be the best mom I could be. But then my dream was shoved, shoved out of my world, of my immediate world. So I went years without opening my mouth or singing one song. So my story with this is that my marriage had to end. I didn't have a choice. So when it ended, I ha- it was me, my two children, and I was able to branch out, manage my time with my children, and I thought, okay, this is it. I want to pursue my, I was young, but I wanted to pursue my music career, be a singer. I didn't care whether or not I was a childhood star or not. You know, these, these 
young children, teens, they're starting really early nowadays. But I didn't. I started in my mid-20s, my 30s, mid-20s and 30s. But along the way, I felt I doubted myself. Sometimes I'd feel like, oh, come on, I'll, I'll never, I can't be good. I'm not good enough. It took me so long to understand that, yes, I can be good enough, but that I should not compare myself to anyone else, that I have my own sound. And I needed to continue to believe in myself. And here comes my quote for the hour. Or So here is a quote by Thomas Carlyle. And he said, Nothing builds self-esteem and self-confidence like accomplishment. Nothing builds your self-esteem and your self-confidence more than accomplishing something. That is amazing. Because think about it. Uh, You know, say you accomplish something, you're so proud of yourself for even cleaning out your garage. Don't you just feel so good about yourself? Or when when you do anything. So accomplishing something, the more you keep at it, the more you accomplish, the more your self-esteem grows and grows and grows. And you become more and more confident. And then before you know it, you're believing in yourself quite a bit. So that's a little bit of a description of what has happened to me. The way that we build our self-confidence is to actually do the things that seem too big, too scary, the things that we're afraid of because we feel like we won't be able to do a good job, you know? So, Because when we accomplish those very things that we're so afraid of because we feel like we won't be able to do a, a good enough job, when we accomplish those, wow, what a good feeling. And all it takes is just one person who believes in you and has got your back and has, is so proud of you. And when that happens, it makes you even want to even flutter your wings even more and to continue and to even do the better job than you did before. You keep getting better and better because you have people or one special person who believes in you. Listen to what Viola Davis has to say about this, and she's the one that starred in The Help. You have to believe it, you have to see it, and all you need is one person, just one, who believes in you, teaches you how to master a skill, validates you, and just likes you. That's it. You have that, you have it all. Yes. I firmly believe that. So that was the initial topic I was speaking of in the beginning is to keep a healthy atmosphere. Get, get rid of those negative thoughts, negative comments. You know, you have to clear, clear the way to surround yourself with positive, loving people and with a positive attitude and to love yourself and to know you can do this. 
is kind, you is smart, you is important, you is smart, you is kind, you is important. That's so good. Believe in yourself. That's all you need to do. And it might take practice, but just just remember that. And I will see you. Welcome, actually, I'll hear you about big topics. I'm and Judy talk to Andy. you and this is where next time. Thank you very much. Listen.